What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 131. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, um, eagerness or excitement in my voice, trying to stay as positive as possible right now, but um, this this episode in particular uh, will be very unconventional. We will not have a MVP this, this week. We will not have a clown this week. Um, we won't have the opinionated topic of the week this week because I need to get some shit off my chest. Um, after this weekend's events and with everything that's going on in our country right now, um, and with everything that has happened in Grand Rapids per se, um, particularly in my own backyard, I have so, 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 so much, um, to get off my chest. We are on Facebook live right now. So shout out to everybody that is tuning in and everything. Um, I appreciate everybody that's tuning in. We're, we're not running ads today either because it's, it's not that type of episode. <laughs> um, so I don't even know how or where. I want to start this because I've been, I, I, I'm, I, here's the thing. I had my mini breakdown today, right? I had a mini breakdown, um, uh, this morning when I woke up, uh, because last night, um, basically Grand Rapids had its moment is how I looked at it. Um, it showed his ass last night. Um, not only just in a positive way, which we'll get to, um, but also in a negative way. And I mean, also negative way as well. And um, not to say I wasn't surprised, but to say I was very shocked. Um, so we're definitely going to get into that. And and like I said, I have my 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 cry moment. You know what I'm saying? Just because for me, as as someone who continues to promote the positive nature and side and vision of of black men right young old doesn't matter um to continuously see you know uh vividly uh, that my black men are dying still like and and, and it, it, it it is something on the mental um it is something of a traumatic mental experience i don't know if anybody else feels the same way but i remember watching uh i believe philando castile get get killed on facebook live in his car you know what i'm saying while i'm at work i remember having to go to the battle remember calling my mom and telling her i just i just can't you know what i'm saying that was the first step for me understanding that now we are in a in a in a in a real civil rights movement. I understood it to a degree when Trayvon Martin passed, right? I understood it to a degree when 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 everything hit ahead when Trayvon uh passed and um he was he was just oh my god. And um from that point on, I knew that we were in a new era of civil rights and that this was not going to be easy, right? Um, there's so much pain, so much hurt, so much anger um, in the black community, not just right now, 
And it's not, I, I need people to, 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 to stop thinking that it's just been right now, right? A lot of news media outlets and shit like that have been pissing me off, which I will definitely get to as well, as being somebody who takes pride in, in, in ownership in his media game, I have so much. I have so I have so much to get into when it comes to the media, particularly here in Grand Rapids. You understand what I'm saying? Um, there's so much hurt and pain, and I felt it. I watched a video of um, of three of, of, of two black men. I, I believe it's been shared across Facebook and multiple uh, social media platforms. But it was a video of two black men just not going at it per se, but having a constructive conversation of basically like the 31-year-old was telling the 46-year-old like, yo, what are we doing? Because if they loot, if we loot, they shoot, right? And he was telling his 16-year-old son, the 31-year-old, he was telling his son right there, um, the premise of everything and where I want to come from today on this episode is that we are tired. We're tired. There's a lot of things that the black community is tired of, but we're tired in general. You understand what I'm saying? Like, understand the tired of it all, right? We're tired of protesting. We're tired of sitting here having to go out in the streets we're tired of sitting here having to take these types of actions just to sit here and make you understand your own fuck-ups. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, and like I said before, in watching that video, literally, it broke me down. Because I've been numb for a long time. A, a, a lot of people have been calling me. I appreciate that. Uh, a lot of people have been calling, texting, um, just asking me uh, opinions and um, opinions about what's been going on and things that have been happening. And then just 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 asking about my personal well-being and everything. And I appreciate that. And, 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 and really, from the bottom of my heart, I do uh, because I have to watch this. What people what, what we don't what I really had to understand and what people don't understand in my when you watch me or listen to me is that I really have to watch this stuff, right? It is not for the faint of heart. Like I had to turn my, my, I had to turn my phone off for a minute today just to, just to disconnect. You understand what I'm saying? But I also have a job to do, right? And I'm in the media business. I'm there. I'm in it. I'm here. You understand what I'm saying? And the fact that I seen Grand Rapids act a fool, yesterday there's so many things that i have to unpack here there's so much there right so what we're gonna do how i'm gonna start this first is i want to i want to give just a brief history lesson now i ain't the smartest state in the freezer but i'm gonna try to make a sizzle on the flat top you know what i'm saying it, I'm, I'm gonna do my best with with the degrees that i got <laughs> like that um but it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to give my own experience with a little bit of history lesson and give you a synopsis of where Grand Rapids is and how it has changed now. Because let me let you know 
everybody knows something. Whether you're listening to me, whether you're watching, whether you're in Grand Rapids or not, it does not matter. Everything is going to change after this. You understand what I'm saying? Everything is going to change. In Grand Rapids, particularly after this. Everything that you know to be comfortable, to be very cookie cut, it's a wrap. Okay? So, as we know, um, well, as, as, as black people know, you know, we were taken from our, or from our homeland, Africa, sold, you know, or, or, you know, purchased, sold and purchased, right? Um, you know, Atlantic slave trade and everything, that, that taking, you know what I'm saying, from one country to the next because, you know, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. You know what I'm saying? Ah, whatever. After all of that, who built this country? Let's really talk shit. Who built this? My ancestors did, right? Black people that are watching, listening to me right now in America, their ancestors built this country. Our ancestors built this country. Now, I don't care what history book that you have, what textbook from any type of school that you have, because as I've been saying on this platform, and I'm not going to repeat myself a lot today. I know I'm I'm very good at doing that. But um, I've said it on my platform before that the schools around the country, not just here, but just around the country, period, have given us a sense of American education that is poo-poo, doo-doo. Do you understand what I'm saying? So um, when you say that Christopher Columbus, you know, sailed the ocean blue and found America in 1492, no, he just stumbled upon some shit this was already land for the native americans for native people you understand what i'm saying there was already native people here period that's big facts so what you did was you looted and you stole all i'm doing is trying to make a perspective here just trying to get you in there you know getting in friend mindset what you did was you stole and you looted you know now what you white some most of you white people will say is that we didn't do that, we traded. No, you stole. And this is where you get to the two tales of America, right? You get to the majority, as, as CNN put it, because he put it very, very plainly like that, and, it was, it's, and it's very true. There's two Americas here. There's really the majority, and there's really the minority. You understand what I'm saying? And when it comes to the majority, the majority, the majority's problems are not the minority's problems. You get what I'm saying? So when it comes to the majority, the majority that came all the way over from England, right? All the way over from the seas and shit like that because they were tired of what the fuck that was going on over there. They was getting depressed, quote unquote, right? So they wanted to make their own shit. They came over here and said, ah, we'll take it. And we'll have you guys build shit for us. How long have we been taking care of your kids how long have my black women taken care of your kids how long have my black men literally done work for you right how long 
Long time. Right? Long time. Very long time. And the fact of the matter is, this hasn't stopped. What I need people to understand, black and white included, is that this hasn't stopped. This has only been shifted. Duh. You know, a lot of times we say, a lot of times I've been saying shift, don't stop. Right? Shift. Do not stop. Right? I've said that for the longest of time. Shift, but don't stop. Fact of the matter is, the intricacies of racism, the intricacies of discrimination, the intricacies of how the white man has worked, the black man has been shifted over time. It has been shifted over multitude, multiple generations, multiple decades, multiple years of time. And as time gets faster, shit changes a lot faster. What you cannot tell me is that in 20... What you cannot tell me is that shit is the same here in 2020 that it is in that it was in 1960. I've said this on my program way, way in the... Like last year. Reading black privilege. You understand what I'm saying? We have come. We have multiple ways to go. Absolutely. But we've come a long way, right? I'll acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge that. That as a community, we've come a long way. The job isn't done yet, right? The job isn't done yet, but also acknowledge the fact that we've come a long way. Acknowledge the fact that we have some privileges because we was keeping foots on motherfuckers. Next. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So understand that we now have it to where we can keep doing this shit. Shit. (laughs) The things that are happening right now. Right. um, Are very different from the documentaries that we've seen from all the. I don't want to say testimonies that I've gotten, but from the things that I've learned from my OGs, from my old heads, um, the things that they've told me, it's very different. And then when we look at the news, the media, why are we so quick to believe the media, the big media sources too? Like, here's the thing when it comes to me. When I stepped foot in Grand Rapids and decided that I knew I wanted to be a podcaster. I knew that media was the one for me. I knew that the mic was it. I also knew the media in my actual environment. And that's why I continue to preach. And I will always continue to preach that I am the dopest podcaster in West Michigan. Why? Because nobody's doing or has done what I'm doing. That's just point blank facts. I don't sit here and just, how can I say, undercut shit. I give it real. You understand what I'm saying? I don't give it comfortability. It is very uncomfortable. Because being in this space, being in Grand Rapids has been uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? Because people are so fucking comfortable here. 
I'm going to tell you now, Grand Rapids showed its ass last night. Actually, no, Grand Rapids just showed its ass, positively and negatively. Now, to everybody that protested, um, yesterday it was about 5,000 people outside. Y'all shut, the, y'all shut that motherfucker down. Shout out to y'all. Everybody that came out there, I wasn't. I was in a seminar. Um, but I was literally, I literally had my phone, you know, on, on, on the live watching this magnitude, this history that was being made in Grand Rapids. You understand what I'm saying? Because I believe, and somebody can put it in the comments for me, I believe that this right here, this protest, particularly in Grand Rapids, was probably the largest in West Michigan, period. But I don't know. Somebody can just put it in the comments for me and let me know. Because seeing that picture, watching my people, oh my goodness. Ridiculous. I was, I was, I was, I was, my heart was warm. You feel what I'm saying? And the fact, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, Y'all really acted up in such a peaceful way. And what I mean by peaceful is it's not really talking about being silent, right? Because they did have a, they did put it out on the Facebook and say this was a silent protest. Now, here's the thing, people. Here's the thing. You know when black people get together, it is never silent. So we got to stop saying that. <laughs> okay. We got to be real with ourselves. Stop sitting here saying that it's going to be a silent anything. Nothing is silent anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be that. It's going, we know how it's going to be because another brother is gone. Right? Another brother is gone. So it's not just, it's not going to be silent at this point. So, you know, and y'all had a great chant too. First of all, uh, no justice, no peace, no racist ass police. That was a great, that was great. Whoever made that, that was great. Okay. Because that, that not only entails that we're not talking about all police officers. You understand what I'm saying? We're not talking about the whole police department. We're not talking about all the good cops and shit like that. We're talking about racist motherfucking police officers that continue this system of oppression. That's what we're fucking talking about. That right there in itself should be a chant that not only should be here in Grand Rapids, not only here in Detroit, but also everywhere in the fucking world. No justice, no peace, no racist ass police. You understand what I'm saying? Because... I'm just willing to bet here, just throw my, you know, my imaginary um, uh, fish hook out there and let me see what I catch. But I'm going to just bet that the man who decided that he wanted to put his neck on George Floyd was probably a racist. Um, And don't don't at me. Don't don't try to think. Don't don't try to, you know, tell me otherwise. That's probably what it was. So we get back to GR, right? And from what I was told, from what I, from what I, um, from, from, from what I seen, most of the black people were going home. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody went home at a decent time. Now, here's where I'm going to have some problems. This is where we're about to get a little real. Okay. <clears throat> um, 
around the country right now, protests are happening. We know that to be true. However, <laughs> how the media is portraying it and who is really doing these riots is the problem that I'm that I'm really, really fucking having, right? The media is portraying this as the protesters who are mostly my black brothers and sisters acting, portraying them as acting um, as as the looters, the rioters, you know, the ones who are out here um, being destructive to not only Grand Rapids, but to other cities and other major cities across the country. Now, let me let me put Grand Rapids in a perspective for you. Grand Rapids is not a major metropolitan city. It's trying to get there. You understand what I'm saying? Grand Rapids is a small to medium city. It's not big. You feel me? And the black community here is about, I'm putting a, I'm going to say about a penny small. You feel what I'm saying? So when I was watching the news, Fox 17 and Wood TV, when I was watching the news, (laughs) the fact, the fact of the matter of it all was that there were more white people putting BLM, more white people sitting here being destructive to your probably your parents' shit, breaking windows of the Secretary of State, sitting here tagging and ragging, and I mean acting a complete ass. Now, of course, I have my, my brothers and sisters who are just, you know, niggas. And just act up, you know, doing donuts in the in the. You, I'm I'm always gonna have those. I know that. I've seen that. I've accepted that. You feel what I'm saying? They gonna shoot in the air, pop, 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 all that, whatever. You feel what I'm saying? However, they ain't breaking shit. They doing their own little thing. The fact of the matter is that probably to most likely, all the white people. All of you in Grand Rapids that are looking at all these black people right now in Grand Rapids and across the country as if we're some type of terrorists and we're some type of monsters now and everything like that. Because trust me, there will be tension. I need you to run that footage back. I need all of my people, you know who you are who got those pictures to run them bitches back because I can, I clearly saw, clearly, don't give a fuck if you were an ally or not, clearly saw your ass acting out. Okay? Period. Setting cars ablaze. And I'm not even talking about just the police cars. I'm talking about people's transportation to get the fuck to work. You understand what I'm saying? Right? This Now listen, I, I'm just letting you know what it is. Because the media, those what, what, Fox 17, will not tell you that, oh, it, 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 it was, it was it, the protesters from this peaceful protest are out here just looting and, and stop. First of all, most of those protesters went home. And then 
some of the ones that stayed were the ones that were kneeling down, trying not to get tear gas, sprayed, whatever. Here's the thing, bro. Grand Rapids bubble. Grand, I, I got to Grand Rapids when I was 18 for college, okay? And Grand Rapids, from the time I got to college till now, has always been a conservative hotbed. It has always been one of those cities where it's very conservative. If you've ever come, and this is and this is and this is and this is true testament to the culture of West Michigan and to the culture of Grand Rapids itself. If you ever have come from Detroit, any well anywhere on the eastern part of Michigan, or if you come from Chicago, you understand what I'm saying? Because I got a lot of people in, in in both, right, in the city and in Chicago. If you ever come, you know. When you cross over a certain exit, the radio changes. Now I know a lot of us just put our uh, our, our um what our our i i iPhones. I was about to say iPad, <laughs> iPhones in there and just play the music and shit. But I kid you not, if you ever come to Grand Rapids ever from Detroit or Chicago or wherever, I want you to just listen to the radio, bang the radio for about an hour and a half. Get out of Lansing. If you come from the uh, from the city, get out of Lansing. Once you cross over, mm, I want to say exit 89, the radio changes. It is static. It is choppy. It is like, oh, shit, what the hell? That's when you have to go to your phone. And I say that to say that's just, that's exactly, exactly how the culture moves here in Grand Rapids and in West Michigan. I've said on this program multiple times, I just don't think people have been listening, that Grand Rapids and West Michigan, as always, for, for, for as long as I've been here and, and, period, and probably before I got here, has, has always had this bubble around it, right? Never really speaking on social injustice to the T of most cities. You understand what I'm saying? Right? We see LA, we see we see uh, states like California or, or places like California, LA and every, you know, places like that or Brooklyn, the Bronx, New Jersey. We see those states and we see those cities, those major cities. You know, we go down to Florida Tech. We see major cities and major states who are Who's who's when 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 we talk about the the state of rioting and the state of protesting, they know what to do, right? They know how to how to get it done, right? They've been through this before. Let me let you in on a little secret. This was probably Grand Rapids first, and I mean first major. I mean major <laughs> protest. When it came to all the social injustice, because one, people got fed up. People got fed up. Like I said, nothing gets talked about here for real. You understand what I'm saying? You go back to the city in Detroit, you go to Chicago, it's getting talked about. Protests happen all the time. I come from a city where this is happening every week. We talk about this shit on a, on a regular I got people who listen to me, people who watch me that this is, this is nothing. So I come to a place, I get to a space where everything is just 
comfortable, right? Everything is comfortable. Everything. <laughs> like when I mean everything was comfortable, when I, I mean the trees was comfortable, the squirrels was comfortable, the birds was comfortable. Everything was comfortable. Businesses was comfortable. People were comfortable. Like things were comfortable. People were comfortable in their spots. People were comfortable. Things, ha of course you have people talking shit, right? But the thing about it was, and I always said this about Grand Rapids, is that people talk a lot, but no action is going to get done. See, what I got to experience in Grand Rapids corporately is that a lot of things do a lot of talking, but not a lot of action gets done. And that's just not on a corporate level, right? I found that to be true just on a culture level here. And I'm like, oh, things really don't get done. And I mean to the degree where it's just when it comes to the black and brown communities, oh, nothing gets done. When I tell you, when we talk about the majority versus you know, the two sit, the two, two Americas, majority and the minority, you come to Grand Rapids, that is literally the epicenter of what we're talking about. Majority, minority. Because when you come here, the majority, the white folks here, they have no care. There's no care in the world. There's nothing in the, we don't, we don't know what's going on. We don't, racism happens. Oh my God. And then you have those ones who maybe want to be an ally or try to be an ally or think that they're so into the culture that they know what they're talking about, that they're, that they're the one white person who knows what they're talking about. I experienced all of that here, right? I experienced the different sides of white people. You understand what I'm saying? Right? It wasn't just what I experienced of, okay, either you on one side of not liking us or one side of fucking with us. You understand what I'm saying? Because coming from where I grew up in Detroit and being born in Florida and going to see my dad a lot and going to see my family down there, like, we we are mixed. You understand what I'm saying? We are, we are very mixed in it. Either you like us or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Either you fuck with us or you don't. And to the, and to the white people that do, they know. They know what to say and what not to say. They know not to say that shit. But they also love and respect our culture. You understand what I'm saying? And we will never disrespect them in the process. Right? So, to that point, it made me understand that racism is just not out in the open. Right? Made me understand that racism is just not public. It is just not putting a sign up. It is just not a protest. Grand Rapids really made me understand that Racism, to the underlying degree, is very systemic, right? And as many as ever as us has been talking, we have to get that through our notions that it is underlining systemic racism, right? The public racism that's been there, but coming to grammar, I had to really understand and check, like, oh shit. They only don't fuck with us outside. Oh, they really don't fuck with us when we get into the positions that they believe they are afforded, right? Because let me tell you something. I know a lot of good people, good black, uh, black and brown faces here, and they do a goddamn good job. 
better than a lot of these motherfuckers out here. I'm just putting it out there. Facts, period. And when I see the intimidation, I'm just like, really? You're intimidated by my mans? Thank you, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? You're intimidated. You're mad because this black person got in front of you. And here's another thing. Being black in Grand Rapids, it doesn't matter if you're a black woman, black man, black baby. Right? What I got to understand in Grand Rapids is it doesn't matter your gender when it comes to being black or brown. You're black. They see you as that. They see you as such. Right? I think for me, being in Grand Rapids really made me understand the, I think, kind of the old culture of old racism. Right? And how it kind of, in like, intertwined with today's racism. You understand what I'm saying? I kind of, And that's why I was always an observer in the back, looking. Not more so talking, but also more so looking and observing in my workspaces, in my in the public forum as well, in and outside. You know what I'm saying? Going outside and watching how everybody moves. Comfortable. So, with everything that has happened now in Grand Rapids particularly and across the world, I want to talk about just the aftermath of everything that's happened, that's going to happen here in Grand Rapids. Um, particularly Grand Rapids has now probably put itself now on the, on the, on the media map in a, in a, in a, in a big way. Um, as I've seen, as I've gotten messages and everything that we're trending on Twitter, we're, um, or Grand Rapids is trending on Twitter and, uh, pictures have been posted and everything. Shout out to all the photographers who have got mad pictures. Y'all are dope. Um, but just be safe, <laughs> literally. Um, I hope y'all was being safe for real. Uh, but in this now moment, because as I said, um, Grand Rapids is doing a cleanup. They were doing a cleanup. And um, really people in Grand Rapids, the majority in Grand Rapids, think and believe that the black folks, black people, were the ones that were responsible for the looting and rioting. When I'm here to tell you to your virtual face and your vert and your audio ears that those were probably your kids, your white kids, police officers that were out there throwing gas bombs. You were probably throwing gas bombs at your own children. You understand what I'm saying? You were probably throwing gas bombs at your own nieces and nephews. You feel what I'm saying? So what I need for the media across the board here in Grand Rapids and period, right? Because this is not just a Grand Rapids thing. This is a period thing across the nation. I'm seeing not only white people, but also POCs, <laughs> right? I'm seeing POCs trying to give off the impression that it's all black people. And when you put Black Lives Matter, what does the man associate us with? Associate that with black people. You know what I'm saying? And then what I don't have, what I do have a problem with is that you guys aren't going to speak up after this. I want to see the action. You understand what I'm saying? See, it's easy to go out and protest. It's easy to sit here and put a sign up. It's easy to make some slogans. 
It's easy to sit here and fucking support, but now in Grand Rapids, things are about to change. Let me tell you why. The bubble has burst in Grand Rapids. The bubble has definitely burst. Um, this bubble has definitely been getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it has burst because Grand Rapids has literally been 15 to 30 years behind the fucking curve. And with Grand Rapids trying to become such a, a, a known metropolitan city and probably out best wanting to out best Detroit, which it would never do. Um, you talk about change. You want change. But you know change starts from the internal, right? See, a lot of us here in GR want to talk about that. But do is 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 it starting on the internal? Are you listening to our black and brown bodies telling you what it is that is wrong here locally? Okay? Locally. Because last night's protests and rioting and shit like that was not just a national thing. No, 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 no. You got to be in Grand Rapids to understand the severity of that. That was a local thing. People are tired. People are tired of people in Grand Rapids being so fucking comfortable. People are tired of people here in Grand Rapids being so fucking quiet about everything. Your bubble burst. Okay? It's time to stop being so fucking quiet. It's time to stop being so fucking comfortable. And I'm not just talking about white people, too. I'm talking about all black POCs, everybody. This, This environment, West Michigan has a culture of comfortability. Black and brown people, for sure, let me talk to you. It is time to stop being comfortable when you go back to work the comfortability is gone you understand what i'm saying when you go back to those jobs the comfortability is gone it is done it's a wrap so what are you going to do in this moment because i'm looking for all of these major major companies here in west michigan to make a statement. And you better make the right one too. You better make the right statement too. Because your bubble burst. You make a statement. That's going to. Disregard everything. Disregard the feelings of your black and brown bodies that work for you. Oh. You going to see more hell. And it's probably not going to be the hell that you just seen. But it's going to be hell. You understand what I'm saying? It's going to hit you where it really hurts. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to hit you where it really hurts. It's time to stop being comfortable. You understand what I'm saying? It's time to stop doing it. It's time. It's time to start being unconventional with a lot of shit. It's time to start mobilizing behind the scenes. Listen, to all my allies out there, I appreciate you, but this is a black thing. Okay? Because... Even with y'all sitting here doing all the rioting and shit like that, I don't care if you're an ally or not, you still, that right there, that rioting, looting and shit, who does that come back on? Who does that fall on? Us. And let me tell you now, I know 
that a lot of my people weren't out there. You feel what I'm saying? Watch the watch the news up until like four o'clock in the morning. You feel what I'm saying? If it if it was on, <laughs> shit, because I did fall asleep a couple times. But watched it late, and what I seen was a lot of white folks acting up. Your daughters, your sons, your nieces, your nephews. Yes. This may sound uncomfortable. But now, white folks and those black folks who just believe that comfortability is a necessity, um, it's time for you to choose a side at this point. You feel me? Here in Grand Rapids, it's definitely time for you to choose a side. There is no middle ground anymore. A lot of you like to, a lot, this city loves to play middle ground. It's, 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 it's no more middle no more. You feel me? And that goes for Grand Valley, that goes for Steelcase, that goes for Wimcat, that goes for Meyer, that goes for every major company in this city and a part of West Michigan. You don't employ black and brown faces, a lot of you to begin with. You understand what I'm saying? You've been living in a bubble of comfortability for eons. And now that you experience uncomfortableness, you don't know how to take it. Well, I mean, you cleaned up, which was great, which was really, really great. Because I don't I, I don't like to see, you know, that happening. But at the end of the day, it's a part of life. What do you expect? Right. I know that some of my brothers and sisters were out there. What do you expect, though? What do you expect from so much frustration? And it's not just here in Grand Rapids, but it's but it's everywhere. What do you expect from my brothers and sisters who have literally had their your you have had their your foot on our necks for so long? What do you expect? Do you expect something different? Why? And to everybody expecting something different for I'm just like why? Why are we expecting something different? Right. If we if we have we got to do things differently, we have to. We have to come up with a better way. Because looting and rioting and shit like that, yeah, that gets the attention. But what's next? What's next? I'm tired of doing things so traditionally. Okay, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing things so just not outside the box. I'm tired. So I'm really like, I'm calling on my mm, my young black and brown community leaders, content creators, active. I don't care. We need to mobilize. We need to. You understand what I'm saying? We need to get in the background and start getting some things together. Because we cannot keep, continue being as silent as we have been, right? Not just as silent. I don't want to say that, but... We need we need to we need to mobilize. We need to link up. Um, and at this point, <laughs> I'm I'm really disappointed in in just how in just in just how you know I'm just just really hurt and just disappointed. And let me say this first of all before I get into the calls real quick. Um, the commissioner, <laughs> one of the com- I guess the city commissioner or whoever the commissioner of Grand Rapids really just respect to him but i have i have no 
the, 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 the shit that he was saying yesterday holds no weight here. You understand what I'm saying? Um, he was basically, he basically said that, you know, the police outside, you know, when they were um, outside for the Grand Rapids, you know, protest or what, or the riot, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, last night, um, he was just saying like, you know, police were out there and um, they, they were getting water bottles thrown at them and everything. I'm like, that's it? I'm like, that's, that's, that's. And, and he's like, oh, they've been patient, and it's just time for them to go home, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, again, a sense of comfortability and a sense of traditional comfortability that needs to be stopped. Let me say this before we get to the pause. Black people, black people, even, I don't care how comfortable you are, I don't care what job title you have, I don't care where you are right now in life, as comfortable as we want to be, and this is sick to say, but we will never be, we have never been made to be as comfortable as we want to be. We were not made to be comfortable because the job is not done. Until we, until we actually destroy the systematic system that is oppressing us as a people, we can never be comfortable. We can never let up. We can never just sit here and just stop. And that goes for everybody in their specific realm. You got to go crazy. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of us black people are in so many more positions that we have gotten too comfortable in. It's time for you to speak up or just kill it. Your silence is deadly. As a black person in wherever field you're at. You understand what I'm saying? I t- I'm telling you, it's not going to be the same after this. It's not. Especially here in Grand Rapids. It's not going to be the same after this. It's going to be very, very different. And um, I just, I, I really just hope that uh, um, that we can hopefully come to some type of compromise. But it, it, will, it will be tension. It would be so much tension here, uh, particularly in Grand Rapids. It would be so much tension. It would be so much because, like I said, Grand Rapids is 15, 30 years behind the curve. And this has probably been their first literally like experience when it comes to, you know, protesting and rioting. And I'm not surprised. I'm not, you know, shocked or anything because I've seen it, right? I mean, not really experienced it, but watching it, watching documentaries, reading about it. This is this is nothing compared you know, compared to some of the bigger cities that have done this. So this right here, I don't know why people are so shocked. This is, this, this is, this is revolutionary. You understand what I'm saying? This is history in the making because Grand Rapids can always be rebuilt, right? Grand Rapids can always be rebuilt, but the lives that were taken, those, the, the continuation of black life being taken at the hands of police will not. And on this program, I've definitely talked about how the police department of Grand Rapids has not been great. We've had a great black man in Motif tell his story about how the police department in Grand Rapids has not, is not it. And I don't believe that Grand Rapids employs any type of black person there. So I'm sorry. For me, there was no silence. I never kept, I never kept my mouth shut. 
So I want, I want today. I want today. And I hope that that just allows others to get out of their comfortable space in this, in this environment and speak up. Risk it. Yeah, it's risky. But I know for me, I've risked a lot to keep doing what I've done. And, and God has blessed me tenfold. So I'm not worried. Never. Never. Ever. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to our live real quick. And I'm going to drop um, our phone number in the, uh, in the comments real quick. I'm going to go to our podcast page because we're going to take some calls. Um, if anybody want to call in um, and just grieve your concerns, uh, let us know what's been happening maybe in your city or if you were in Grand Rapids, let us know uh, if you were there, what your feelings are like right now. Um, so we're going to drop that really quick. Give me one second. Go to my Google Hangouts. I need my number. All right, we're taking calls right now. Um, I appreciate everybody for jumping in, uh, listening, and um, just allowing me to be very unconventional with this show today. Um, it's been a lot. It's been it's been real heavy on my heart, just period. Um, it, it like I said, today was today today was today was just a day, you know, just calling on people, making sure that they're, they're fine, and um, making sure that they are okay, and just trying to sit here and and continuously continuously just stay prayed up, you know. Um, because I know, like, I, I know God is, I know God is, is making a way out of this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like this is, this is, this is for its hat. This is, this needs to be happening. Like, at at the end of the day, for me, um, even though there was a lot that was happening yesterday, particularly here in Grand Rapids, I think Grand Rapids needed that because now it's bubble burst, and like I said, nothing will ever um, be the same. Nothing ever will be the same from here on out like it will it won't change it won't it um i mean it will change um and it, and it just won't stay the same so i'm, I'm really i guess I'm, I'm 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 also optimistic for the future of this city because i'm just i really want to see a lot of progress right um here in this city. It's too com like I said, it's too comfortable here. Too way too comfortable. Um and the comfortability needs to it just it just needs to, you know, it, it, it kinda needs to get uncomfortable a little bit. And that's what and that, and I feel like that's what Grand Rapids felt yesterday. They felt uncomfortableness. They felt how we feel every day being I know for me how I feel every day being here. Uncomfortable. Right? Very uncomfortable. Um, it's not to say that I'm just, um, you know, uncomfortable with the people, but 
just to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm comfortable with, uh, um, just being in this space. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's cool and all, but it's, 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 it's not where it's really, it's, it's not where it, it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I hope that, I just hope that, you know, Grand Rapids can, it will rebuild, for one, it will rebuild, but I hope that Grand Rapids will understand um, its comfortableness in this, in this moment right now. Um, I hope the majority, I hope my white people who are watching this, who listen to me, who, um, who follow me, understand the severity and the complexity of of the movement that is happening for not only George Floyd, but for us as a black community right now. Um, when I seen the Amish come out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Amish don't come out for nothing. Not for real. You know what I'm saying? And when you see people, you know, uh, groups like the Amish come out and just support. You understand what I'm saying? Like support. We're not talking burning down shit, we're not talking, acting a fool, we're not talking, acting crazy because you've been cooped up in the house from coronavirus, we're talking justice, we're talking peaceful protesting from allies who get it, right, and you may not even get the full severity of the history, may not even agree with it, but you, you support the equality and equity for black people here in America. And that's the thing that gets me. That will always be an ally to me. Someone who literally understands and is willing to understand, willing to be taught. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of a lot of people don't know our history. Right? A lot of people don't know our struggle. A lot of people don't know what we've been through. They know but they don't want to put it out there, right? They don't want to leave their bubble. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of white folks. There's a lot of allies, quote unquote, that 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 support us, that support the, well, no, well let me say, support the culture, but don't necessarily support black people. And that means acknowledging a lot of things wrong on the white end of things. You understand what I'm saying? That means acknowledging that most of your members in your family are racist. That means acknowledging that you probably are prejudiced and discriminatory. That means admitting a lot of the faults that you have been taught are correct in your America. You understand what I'm saying? That's why when I knew I got to corporate, when I when I did corporate America for a minute before I graduated, I knew to stay true to myself. I knew to stay true to who I was. This podcast taught me that. Being being out of work and just doing podcasting for like the first two years for real, it really taught me how to embrace being myself in this space of corporate America, especially particularly here in Grand Rapids. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's so heavy, heavily um, uh, conservative-based and such a conservative nature here, 
it is hard to break through, right? It's hard to break through. That's why a lot of black, that's why a, young, a lot of young black people move back to their cities or move back or whatever because it is, it is so hard for black people in this in this community to make it for real for real um because this is a conservative hotbed and it's always got the foot on the next neck period um we're not getting any calls right now so if we're not getting any calls we're going to i'm going to stop this right here um if if no calls are happening i'm going to just end the episode real quick uh i appreciate everybody for tuning in with me i appreciate um everybody that um, uh, continues to use their platform use their voices um, to make a to make a statement really um, I really do appreciate it I thank you um, continue uh, continue to listen to me um, on any platform that's Spotify Google podcast Apple podcast Stitch radio tuning radio Spotify um, uh, and yeah, you can also listen to me on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash the uh, opinionated brother. Like I said, if you want to take some calls right now, I see some people that came into the live. If you want to um, call in right now, I have the number in the live right now. That's 313-473-7663. Um, but, yeah, just <laughs> we didn't do no ads today. It was It was just not that type of episode today. I just wanted to make sure that people understood where I was coming from because, and, and let me tell you, I, I feel much better. I feel like a, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I have a responsibility, right? Like work your activism in your way, use your platform to do, to do work. You understand what I'm saying? And, um, I use this platform to do work. I use this platform to sit here and, um, basically um tell the real as real as possible as authentic as possible and as transparent as possible so i appreciate everybody that continues to listen continues to share my podcast continues to embrace the podcast um i'll be back for the Devontae's world podcast it'll probably maybe be the same format we'll see uh but it, it'll probably be like that as well uh, be like this as well so um make sure that you tune in on wednesday for that we'll also be back for the uh after dark show we'll be taking calls on the after dark show as well um of course didn't get no calls now but that's okay um but we appreciate you we love you and continue to stay safe please people continue to stay safe um it is it's getting crazy out here uh grand rapids personally is on now a curfew uh, for the next two to three nights, um, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. So after 5 p.m., you, if you are out in Grand Rapids after 5 p.m., um, you are subject to a 90 day, uh, 90 days in jail or fifty dollars fine. That and and that's how comfortable, comfortability. Uh, but we'll get into a lot more of this on the After Dark show. Um, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Continue to stay safe out here. Um, and yeah, peace, love, and grease, y'all. Love.